1: My name is David Bell
0: Uh, I'm Tom Ryman
1: I'm Jason Pargin, a.k.a. David Wong And we just watched The Old Guard
0: Sealed Guard
1: Hmm. It's (laughs) not just like It's not about like Just like a night security guard Who's just super
0: old Who are you? You can call me Andy I lead a group of soldiers fighters,
1: like you, with an extremely rare skill set. What do you mean? Mother? Let's just say we're very hard to kill.
2: I the movie we wanted it to be, thinking it was like in that tradition of space cowboys or Cocoon, where it's a bunch of wacky old people, and then mm-hmm. the, that they have to do like one last job, and it stars like Morgan Freeman and Jack Nicholson and somebody else who's old. It is not that, unfortunately. No, it's, no, it's, it's, it's a shame. Not,
0: It's not the bucket list, too.
2: Yeah, this but is uh... <laughs> also does not appear to be white nationalist propaganda
0: yeah it does not appear to be that that's so
2: of the movies i've brought to the show that reduces the percentage to 50 percent of movies that turned out for people who did not listen to previous episodes that's fine just start with this one but this yeah that was not a hate group recruitment
0: film yeah it was just refreshing uh, yeah after two two and a half hours of dragged across concrete
1: (laughs) yeah jason first of all thanks for being on um also, yeah, you 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 suggested this one to us. I mean, it's a new one. It's on Netflix. Mm-hmm. It's, it came uh, out it's last good.
0: weekend. Yeah,
1: right. Uh, I don't know if we would have done it otherwise, which is weird because, yeah, it's new. It's popular.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Netflix is doing that thing where they tell they have a press release saying that it was viewed by like seventy-two million people. I, right which you know people have looked into those stats it's similar to the video stats that facebook gave us when we were all at cracked yeah that is yeah. part of the reason why none of us are cracked anymore. where it's anymore. like basically if you watch the first two minutes because you finished watching uh whatever fraser and it auto played uh the old guard the, the the length of time it took you to find your remote or your playstation controller that counts as a view it's like nope, yeah. too bad that's a viewer. So nobody knows, but uh, it has a good ratings on Rotten Tomatoes, has good audience score. Uh, yeah, I've had got two a pretty two high
0: Metacritic score too.
2: Yeah, two different people recommend it to me separately, uh, but I hated this movie so much that it's like <laughs> mystery science theater three thousand level bad to me. And so i I'm, I'm fully willing to admit I'm wrong. I am also prepared for your audience to note that I probably am being harder on this movie than the one that turned out to be white nationalist <laughs> <Right>. propaganda
0: <laughs> and you were on track to cross concrete well,
1: that's
2: a fair criticism yeah
0: <clears throat> i
1: i tom did you enjoy this movie
0: um i thought it was boring
1: yeah okay so we're i thought all, i thought it was I boring think...
0: and i also thought i mean so when they did the action scene some of it was kind of cool but like the dialogue is terrible um, like the the it's just like the sweatiest exposition imaginable, to the point where in one scene two characters are explaining sh- wh- what Charlize Theron's guilt is as she stands outside the room, and then she yes. walks into the room right when they're finished explaining her character, and and like the, the character the one character literally ends it by saying and she blames herself, and then Charlize walks in the room. And the uh, the other main character, the new the new immortal, looks at her and says, "Why did you blame yourself?" <laughs> like, yeah, like I laughed a couple of times at how bad the dialogue was.
2: Yes, and <laughs> there are, and I don't again, I don't know. Do we summarize the plot for people that have not seen it? Do we back up and kind of do people we usually, know what the old guard is? Do we, we have
0: usually to usually do, do? We usually summarize it at least a little okay. bit. <clears> okay.
1: <throat> uh, who wants to do it? Who who uh, thinks they have the best grasp? because i have some plot questions so all i'm right, not I'll, entirely I'll, I'll, sure
0: I'll I'll, I'll I'll attempt it i'll attempt it uh, okay uh, for, forgive my uh uh terrible voice i've i've been sick all day um so you
1: actually you sound pretty good tom okay uh
2: <clears throat> the, your listener's gonna ask if you have covid do you have covid symptoms i have no idea <laughs> okay
0: I'm... um okay so it's about this team of five people who have been alive for a long or ostensibly immortal. They can, they're, they're like Deadpool where they can take obscene amounts of damage and they just recover. Oh, they're kind of like Highlanders actually in that respect. Um, but they, their mortality will eventually wear off. Uh, so there's always this question after they get shot or something, if it's going to be the last time. Um, but they've been doing, trying to do good in the world for throughout the centuries. And they re- get recruited by uh, Chiwetel Ejiofor uh, to save, to basically do the, what was it, Boko Haram, where they kidnapped all the yeah. school, school children. Um, they, to do that, only it's a trap, uh, and they basically get ambushed and it gets recorded because Chi, uh, Chiwetel is working for this pharmaceutical company run by uh, Dudley Dursley.
1: Yep, uh, the villain is Dudley, is
2: yeah, Dudley the Dursley. I, the actor who we'll plays Dudley to. in the Harry Potter movies, for yes. those of you can, yeah. it's not. Yeah. He, they did not bring the actual character right. in. It's
0: not the character Dudley Dursley. They weren't that brave. Although, man, what if? What if it had been? That's mm. what he. That's what he grew up to do. They should make a Harry Potter where Dudley Dursley is kidnapping wizards and extracting their genetic code to try and yeah. create more wizards.
1: 100%. Um,
0: but that's what he's doing. <laughs> he wants to, he wants to kidnap them so that he can basically use them to, to cure all disease and stuff and make a boatload of money. And that's why Chuito was in it at first because his wife died of like ALS. So he was like, well, these people could help cure. But then he quickly realizes that they're evil and and helps the old guard escape from the lab at the end.
2: Just just to briefly interject, Mm -hmm. the villain of the movie, who will be killed in a spectacular fashion at the end of the movie, his (laughs) his motivation is to extract some tissue samples from the heroes so that he can cure all sickness.
1: Yes. Yes. The villain wants to cure sickness. Us, Mm -hmm. as
2: the audience, are rooting for that to not occur yeah
1: and they do this <laughs> thing where they make him cartoonishly evil mm-hmm. so to justify it
0: right to uh, justify why we're mad at him because he's like but well you don't need to keep them prisoner forever you've already got the samples he's like no they're staying here forever because they're right. property i can't let the competition <laughs> get them oh, you know, right. those his, evil people trying to cure uh <laughs> yeah, disease to cure all disease. i mean i get it it's a, it's don't a money even, racket but. right yeah
2: his uh, yeah the whole thing is like i can't let them fall into the hands of my competition so i have to imprison them permanently but you know you can patent yeah drugs you make Mm -hmm. you you can patent that molecule that's that's the whole deal it's pharmaceutical companies are not lacking for cash because they're unable to just kidnap test subjects you can (laughs) in fact you could just throw these people like a hundred million dollars and say so just come back like once a week and let us get new new tissue right. samples. Like and I, I kept, think they'd probably do it's, it. So
0: yeah, I kept thinking that I was like, did you try asking them? Right, because they're trying
1: to do good, and <laughs> right. like they seem like really against the idea too. And one of the guys actually
0: kind of one of the guys kind of rolls on them a little bit because he's like, well, I have no purpose in my life. I've been alone forever. Um, yeah. Maybe they can do something with this. Yeah, and so they can. Like, yeah. You could have they just don't asked him, even, You would have gotten that guy. That's the enough. Part, <laughs> like, the weird
1: part, they don't even stress the money making. Like they mention it briefly. Yeah. But a couple times the villain is just like, I want to cure the like disease of the world.
0: Mm-hmm. And he says it like in a sinister way. Right. And he's wearing <laughs> hes wearing sport coats that have hooded hoodies. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah.
1: Because yeah, he's he supposed sure to be is. like
2: this this Mark Zuckerberg type nerd CEO, yeah, yeah. evil s- CEO or whatever. Mark
0: Shkreli for 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 sure. Yeah.
2: So they they cast Dudley Dursley and they gave him like a weird uh, personality or whatever, but it's like gosh, if he cured all the world diseases, we would actually forgive everything else he he's depicted yeah. as doing here. It's like, well, he's yeah. got like, his own personal army that travels with him. It's like, I don't I don't care. I, they Mark's literally
0: up. say that's most <laughs> CEOs. Yeah, I was and that I, I said that aloud to the television when when the character asked that question. I was like, I think a lot of CEOs have private security forces. He,
1: if they had him be like I'm only gonna sell it to the super rich and we will run the earth, like he doesn't do any of that mm-hmm. he's like I'm going to cure disease for the world yeah. right. or not-
2: make a race of like a private army that are immortal that can do his evil bidding he wants well, yeah. to make yeah. a race of supervillains which is the plot of I think The Boys on Amazon Prime Anyway, we were supposed to be letting Tom summarize the plot of this movie. That's it, I, I just
0: yeah summarized that
2: the movie does not go very far because like they wind up the villain winds up kidnapping I think two of the members of the team About and halfway the rest through. of the team yeah halfway yeah. through and the rest of the team has to go rescue them from the the office building where the CEO is it's not like a fortress it's just where it's his an office it's an and office building in London and they they <laughs> successfully do it because they're. Of course they do. They're immortal. They're they're
0: indestructible.
2: And (laughs) that's the end of the movie.
1: Yeah, that's That's the That's the key to this movie is that uh, Dudley is also the final boss. And this is it it represents, I think, the whole problem with the movie is at no point are there stakes. It's like if Thor had to stop like a bank heist and then easily stop the bank heist and then the movie (laughs) ends. It's like like, like using
0: Thor to stop any crime.
1: The, it's the like, most, he's morely
0: like concerned with alien crimes,
1: right? The most stakes they have is that the main character Andy, uh, she is mortal she's, again.
0: She stops healing. Yeah,
1: she stops healing, and then it's like, oh, she's like everybody else. Like that's still, and she it doesn't change her. She still just does the stuff. Mm-hmm. She's still just an action star. And that's my also biggest question: is she still mortal at the end? Because they imply she won't die of old age. Yes.
2: Yeah. she just can't heal she heals the way a person would so like she gets a non-fatal gunshot wound in the belly or in the like the the, the side of the lower abdomen yeah. which is a wound that you've seen Arnold Schwarzenegger in human form take many times or <laughs> right. you know mm-hmm. it's a type of wound that everyone in the Fast and Furious universe gets seven or eight times a movie and, and they just not, keep <laughs> right, doing you're karate. not worried
0: about them you're like oh he's fine
2: <laughs> yeah so it's not it's it's she she achieves the level of mortality of jason statham in the fast universe
0: which right. is right she's, she's, which is she's re- reduced to the level of a mere john matrix yeah <laughs> uh that's
2: that's from the movie commando he does not think the main character of the matrix is named john matrix for those of you for those of you new to the podcast tom does not he does not think that neo was named john matrix
0: was he not but but what if he was was he not mr matrix (laughs) um man
2: there i i did have i had intentionally made like a list of positives that i wanted to get out because i don't want to just sure rip on this movie because again I don't want to keep it circling back to the last episode that I know not everybody listened to, but we had a lot of positives for Dragged Across Concrete before establishing that it probably was white nationalist propaganda. So let's not deprive this movie... <laughs> uh, first of all directed by a black woman Gina Prince-Bythewood that is the first as far as we know first comic book movie directed by a black woman
0: correct yeah of any and type she's moving on to another big project too I forget good I, need to look it up. I thought
1: the directing wasn't the problem I thought she did a good job um, no you, I, I is, like that
0: you can actually follow the action sequences it's not that shaky yeah, Campbell right. the my issues, beef
1: is purely with the screenplay like the performances are fine the directing is um, good
0: um We'll we'll, right. circ- we'll circle we, back. See, <laughs> we're, we're
1: getting right back on the negatives again. Uh, okay.
2: It's it, there's issues. It, it's it's low budget. It, it, we'll talk. We'll talk about that. Yeah, uh, has a great diverse cast. Uh, yeah. Black female protagonist played by Kiki Lane. Charlie Theron playing the other lead. Um, the group has an openly gay couple that does not immediately die just to motivate the characters. They're actually there through the movie. Um, they actually did a thing where, in the graphic novel, the immortal who winds up getting banished to the bottom of the ocean is uh, Japanese. In the graphic novel, they cast a Vietnamese actress to play her, and the actress said, "Let's make the character Vietnamese, so that we're not just telling the audience that mm-hmm. you can just swap in one Asian for another." And they did that. Yeah, nice. that's a type of thing where maybe a white director doesn't—it doesn't even occur to them that that's a thing that's that's problematic. Um, So, if we have complaints about it, it would be that they deserved a better, like, script than this. And I'm not even sure that this source material... I've not read the comic. Have either of you... No. Are you familiar with the graphic Um, novels at all?
0: No, although I I, I know they're written by Greg Rucka, who's a big... big Who
1: wrote the screenplay. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, Yeah. And also... I mean, people seem to like this movie, so... I mean, good. Like, it, it is a success. And um, I'm a little baffled by it personally, but, you know, we're, we're, we're in the minor- minority there. Like, most people like it. So, this movie is a success. Uh, I don't want to convince people to hate the movie but i have a lot of things that i think are wrong with it or to not see it
2: if you weren't if you're thinking about seeing to like avoid watching it based on our word it's please Uh, i think all of us here on this episode
1: tend to dislike things that other people do like yeah (laughs) Yeah. and we probably are wrong it's not hurting anybody. Like, uh, compared to Dragged Across Concrete, that's a movie that I'm like, yeah, maybe don't see that. Yeah. Uh, that, that, this
0: movie g- that could, movie could is, cause harm. Yeah, movie is not trying to make the world, the world worse. Yeah, yeah. It's trying to make the world worse. The old and nerd's so, not like, trying to do any of that.
1: <laughs> this definitely has that thing where it's like, well, it's not hurting anybody. It's, you know, I can't be angry at people for liking this movie. Mm-hmm. And uh,
0: the action is cool when it happens. Um, mm mm-hmm. And, I mean, if you want to see Dudley Dursley get tackled out of a 30-story window and explode that through was a car, great. that was fantastic. <laughs> I also like, um,
1: what's her name, Niall, the main character? Well, she's not... That's one of my complaints. I feel like she should have been the main character. Well, we should I want to
0: talk about that because I thought she, I thought she was terrible. Really? Like I, I thought that actress was very, very bad. Oh. Um, I liked her. And part of it is because... She has to play; she's playing like a like a uh, a very familiar character. She's like the new one, so it's like she's our way into the story. So she has to sort of be incredulous all the time, mm-hmm. um, and it's hard to pull that off without being irritating. Sure, um, and I don't think she did. And I also I also think like especially in scenes when she's acting with like Charlize or with like uh, Chiwetel, it's just like oh man. I, I got, like, mm. flashbacks of, like, Keanu acting opposite Gary Oldman in Dracula. <laughs> <laughs> like it's like... Oh, man. <laughs> oh, man. I don't I mean, even feel I like
2: be, they give her much to work with.
0: No, they yeah. like I said, a, a part, a, almost, I will say 50% of it is the dialogue she has to say is very bad.
1: We needed to... <laughs> if you look at movies like i don't know like like men in black or like anything mm-hmm. where someone has to join a secret organization you start with that character and you, then they yeah. they get introduced to it this is weird because it starts with charlie's theron and like they they could have done a cold open where like they all get shot and get back up and then we cut to this other character but instead she just like gets thrown into the plot suddenly
0: yeah like that's weird it,
1: they're the ones, they have this weird dream of her and it's. it should have been, we should have been with her, liked her, then she dies, has that dream of them and then is wondering who they are and then Charlie's sh- Theron show shows up. Yeah. up. Yeah. Like that's how you make that. Uh, it's yeah. very weird that they did it the reverse way.
0: I think it's because Netflix spent a whole bunch of money on Charlie's Theron.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and I think part of, like
2: this had a $70 million budget. I think maybe a lot of it went to Shirley's, I don't know uh, that information was probably out there, but it didn't wind up on screen.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It's surprisingly but, for a movie about a team of centuries old soldiers that are in this globe trotting adventure, it is surprisingly limited in scope, yeah,
2: yeah, and, and I wanted to talk about that because it it's I had put in the notes there's like a a, a reddit discussion about this about the fact that a lot of made for Netflix stuff looks cheap and it looks like TV. I thought there were some segments of the Ballad of Buster Scruggs that looked not like a Coen Brothers movie. They, they all had a different the segments that are different look but there were some of it that looked like yeah, TV it, and they had said in that thread that Netflix has really specific um, like equipment you're required to shoot on because of how they want to be able to encode it to 8K and for like future expansion mm-hmm. or whatever And that it, they require like very specific digital cameras and stuff like that that just have like a very, like very flat look to them unless you Hmm. really know what you're doing. I don't know. I'm not smart enough to know if that's the issue. But for instance, that The Witcher TV series, I thought that in places looked so cheap that it was distracting. And that's a show that costs like $80 million to make.
0: Yeah, it's not a cheap
2: show. But it but it looked at times like Xena warrior princess where they would be out in the woods and the woods somehow looks like a soundstage even though I know it's not like it's clearly an exterior. But the way it's lit like makes the the costumes look cheap. Yeah. And like here they like go off to France to their safe house and their safe house is just an abandoned house. outside of Paris. It's
0: like supposed to be an old church but then they go inside and it's just a house. Like, yeah. it's clearly just a house there's nothing with access this ta- to.
2: Yeah, and then later they get run out of there because it gets attacked. And they go to a lair, a 950-year-old lair that they've been using that's in an abandoned mine elsewhere in France. And it just looks like this cave set. Like, you would see from, like, if the Big Bang Theory did an episode <laughs> yeah. where they went to a cave. I like guess just this generic, It's it's not lit like they're in a cave. It's just like this... And they took some props because it's supposed to be like this is all the stuff they've collected over the last almost a thousand years, and they that just
0: made me laugh. Yeah, they just literally <laughs> it,
2: stacked like some old old looking paintings <laughs> in the corner, and then there like was some, two.
0: There was one painting and a statue, and that <laughs> <was> it?
2: <laughs> and then they just like some old style weapons. It just clearly like they clearly just gone to the this the prop stockroom. Mm -hmm. And just grabbed some stuff And just set it down It looked like they spent 20 minutes on the set And it's like, this is their Batcave They've had a thousand years To live in the space and dress it up And booby trap it or do whatever Like, set design Is where you have a chance to convey All sorts of things About the universe, about the characters About who they are, how they live you know, what would a mm-hmm. six thousand year old person? What do they want to surround themselves with? What what would they put in their lair? And it just looks like they didn't give any thought to it. And again, very easily could be purely a budget issue. Like again, that may have been a location they had access to. They were not able to build them a thing. I just I just don't know.
1: It looked like an episode of briscoe County Junior. Like the it cave? really, where they yeah. use the
0: same cave?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. They keep using the same cave in that show.
0: Oh, That's, man. I can tell you y- what well, part of the budget went to is all those. They filmed all those places on location. Like, they went to Marrakesh. They went to Morocco. They went to um,
2: cool. But it just France. doesn't look like it. They they went there and filmed a something that looks like a location in L.A. Yeah,
0: yeah. that they found
2: uh, that they could or Toronto or whoever has the best tax breaks wherever they shoot stuff now Georgia like wherever they go that's the cheapest to shoot it just looks like because you know that's what most you know productions would do you would dress up some Mm -hmm. church in LA and then put a thing at the bottom of the screen that says outside
0: Paris or you send right. you, you send a second unit to film the exteriors, and you do everything else on a soundstage. They
1: yeah. even have a line where she's like, because she says we're going to Paris, and then she's like, "This isn't Paris," and she's like, "Well, we're outside Paris." We're outside Paris because we couldn't afford <laughs> to film in Paris. Yeah, that's what it really <laughs> felt like.
0: Well, they get they have one exterior shot of Paris in the after credit sequence because you can see the Eiffel Tower oh right unless that's a it could be a digital effect i have no idea Vancouver
1: with the Eiffel Tower in the background i wouldn't
0: recognize the Paris the Parisian skyline if it fucking stabbed me in the heart (laughs) the oh the Eiffel Tower stabbed me in the chest i wouldn't know it and
1: again the 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 climax of this film is a a skyscraper uh that they have to escape and that's it and they just get shot at and they are fine because she's, she has a pretty bitching
0: axe fight with that guy in the hallway.
1: Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That
0: was cool. Like if you want to also, if you want to see Dudley Dursley get tackled out of a window and also if you want to see Charlie Theron go ham on people with an axe, then this oh, is the yeah, movie you get for that. you.
2: <laughs> yes, they did spend some time doing real fight choreography.
0: Yeah, they all the did. actors are doing it, which is cool.
2: Yeah. And, and so maybe that's where a lot of the energy went. They wanted the, the action, you know, the the fight scenes to look authentic or, or whatever. Um, but it's rough because like the assault on a, uh, you know, a skyscraper to retrieve your friends, you know, that's the climax of the matrix. That's something we've seen 20 years ago and this does not really compare to, <laughs> no, <laughs> because you look at how they played with that set, and then you know put them in an elevator shaft, and you know and th- just really went crazy, taking the ideas they'd set up that these characters can defy gravity and they can do all the stuff, and then just really going nuts with it, and so they wind up on the roof, and then they have to take a helicopter and rescue them out of this, and again, could just be budget, but for example. <laughs> i included a screenshot of this on our notes but the two guys they are trying to go rescue are being strapped to gurneys so they can extract tissue samples and they're just poking them with a needle and and extracting some some tissue which immediately heals so that's not great but you know it it, um they're held down by just canvas straps that have like the little plastic clasp like your like your duffel bag has we just use it on the sides and it unclips And that's what's holding them down. And they're immortal 3000 year old warriors of veterans of many, many wars that, and I know that sounds like nitpicking because you're like pausing to examine the props they used, but (laughs) the entire drama of the finale of this movie, the entire drama of the final 30 minutes is to rescue these two guys who could very, very easily just reach up and unclip their restraints and walk out. So it's a case where, due to budget, due to whatever, instead of creating something that looks like, that's scary, that looks like something that could restrain an immortal, instead of, you know, like like that, that conveys how sadistic the bad guy is, something that would you can you tell the set director like use your imagination how would you restrain someone who is immortal who is going to be about
0: to be just uh, just uh, real quick this is just immediately popping into my mind nail them down
2: yeah uh, uh, yeah because uh, like we, we
0: we got the we got the image earlier of we we see in flashback where what what Shirley theron's character is haunted by as her as her old longtime companion they got caught uh, and accused of being witches and were just executed over and over and over again until finally they threw her friend into an iron maiden and threw her into the ocean. And that's, that's the kind of imagery you should have had. Like when she yeah. gets locked in the iron maiden, you can see her face. It's just like screaming through the mask as they throw it into the ocean.
2: And then comes yeah. back to life and drowns yeah. again
0: over and over and over forever. Yeah. That is conceptually horrible
1: yeah that was that was incredible
0: yeah that was Um, a really good idea and it's like why not do that with the the actual current day bad guys have them do something like that
1: right i my i had a little bit of it like obviously the post credits as they bring her back that character Mm -hmm. but there's a few threads like this when they tell her that story niles if i were told that story i'd be like okay let's go like, go where? Let's go find her. We tried. I don't care. Like, I'm, I can't sit here. Like, that's one of those weird things where they're sitting there like, ah. And so she's out there somewhere. And it's like, that's horrifying. Why isn't this the only thing you're doing Also, well, trying they to said find they that person? They spent
0: decades doing it. In their defense, it would be impossible to find one coffin in the entirety of the ocean.
2: I
1: know. I know. With
2: I modern just, technology, it should be much easier. And get this. <laughs> yeah. You know who can fund that search? James Cameron the tech (laughs) the tech CEO who needs a person to examine say hey we know where one of them is who will be so grateful that you rescued her she will probably volunteer to let you take a tissue sample once a month and make your trillions of dollars um, and go down as the greatest scientist who has ever lived you know you, you shower her
0: with cash. Quite, put her Quite in a nice, literally the savior man. of humanity. Yeah, the savior no.
2: of humanity. You know, give her a nice house to live in. She'll probably, no one, this doesn't have to be a war, yeah. you know, between us. By the way, I think multiple ones of us, at it, it, various times we refer to the character of Nile as Niles, which makes it sound like we're talking about Niles Crane from <laughs> Frasier. Please do not visualize, in the scenes we describe with Nile, don't visualize Niles doing it.
0: Don't, mm-hmm. Or do. Maybe, I don't know. Maybe if you pop David Hyde Pierce in there, it'll be even more whimsical. I don't know. Just picture Niall... t- picture David Hyde Pierce tackling Dudley Dursley out of a 30-story window.
1: Yeah. Niall has a thread that is uh, that she keeps talking about how she's never going to see her family again. And they're like, that's the price you pay. You can't have connections. People will grow bitter. Uh, and it feels really like the beginning of an arc, is that these people are bitter they're saying like, don't see your loved ones. Uh, they will, you know, they, they won't understand. It's not worth it. So you would think the arc would be her being like, no, I'm going to go do this, and she starts to and then stops, and then she just never does it.
0: Right. And like then at she the also she's
1: like, man, crazy how I never saw my family, and right. it, and then that's it. And it was like, wait, what the what the hell is that? Complete your arc. Or it, was that never an
0: arc? I don't know. They also introduce an arc where she's like, she refuses to help Andy and Booker go into uh, Chiwetel's house, whose name is Copley. Because um, she's like, I don't, I, I, right before I died, I killed somebody and I can't get that image out of my head. I don't want to be a killer. And then four minutes later, she's just fucking offing people in an office building yeah. like it's no thing. Like, I don't and even understand she... why that exchange was in there. It was just a reason to have her not go into the house with them. Because yep. that's where they get kidnapped. It's a
1: lot of that. Again, with <clears throat> Charlize Theron becoming immortal, they never really explain it. She just starts bleeding. She goes to fix it up, and they're like, oh no, she's mortal again. And then at the end, they banish that guy, and she's like, I'll see you in 100 years. And it's like, wait, wait, you can, you're like, what, I, what does that mean? I, I uh, also so thought that. So you're not that... going to get super old? Like,
0: I guess you're, not. It's, but how does she
1: know that?
0: I guess she doesn't. Yeah, because she she when does you, say I'm gonna miss you, so I, I I feel like she's she herself is not certain whether or not she's gonna age because I, yeah, I don't she think does they say know.
1: I'll meet you here in hundred years, uh, yeah, and then she, they I just thought, sort of th- walk off.
0: I thought she said they'll meet you here. In oh, years. I don't know, maybe I misheard. Um, uh, I thought that punishment was strange because his whole justification for kind of sort of rolling on the group was like. It's like, he's like talking to the the two other guys who were, it's the gay couple. He's like, listen, you guys, like they killed each other in the crusades. So It's like, he's like, look, you guys have always had each other. I've gone through this without anyone. Yeah. For centuries. I've just been by myself. So he's like, I wanted to do this to like, one, see if there's a way I can die. And two, maybe have it mean something. So it's like, the whole reason he turned on the group uh, and he didn't even really turn on them. It was—it was like a very minor f- betrayal. Like it, it, the whole reason was because he's been alone for so long. So yeah. to punish him, they're going to make him be alone for even longer before letting yeah. him back into the group. It's like that's not—he's not, not going to heal. They're—they're
1: <laughs> they're kind of—they're not villains, uh, but like. If you look at the roles, like this guy who just wants to solve disease and they're like, no way. And like they're they don't have any problem disposing of him. You know what they remind me of? They're they're a group of Jason (laughs) Voorheeses, Like they're horror movie villains. Kind of. (laughs) They are like they 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 don't die, but they get torn apart in this gory way. They're Jason Voorhees. All of them. And they don't have any problem with, like, when they, when they go to, like, when that skyscraper happens, they literally say something like, oh, are we going to do this like we did in, like, 1778? Ah, no, we're going to do it, like, this other time. All right, let's do it. And it's like, you guys aren't sweating. Like, it's the climax of the film. And you're like, eh, how do we, how do we handle this one? Eh, let's do it like this other time. Uh, And they just roll over these people who just want to solve disease.
0: That part made me laugh, um for a reason that's not the movie's fault because part of apparently what they did in 1830 or whatever it was is uh, one of them uh, Tarzan swings on a rope through a pane of glass into the (laughs) office building Um, which sure okay I have trouble picturing that happening in 1830 but okay Um, but the reason why I laughed is all I could think of was the crab people episode of South Park. Right, right. <laughs> when Mr. Slave tries to swing in to shoot the Queer Eye guys and he just, right. the, the act of Flaps swinging through the, the glass. glass just fucking devastates him. Yeah, <laughs>
1: yeah you can't just do that. <laughs>
0: That's okay. all I could think of.
2: <laughs> that so, actually sorry. is the whole, the whole thing because, uh, okay, I have to back up. I have sure. a, a pet peeve. With movies that is no one else has this problem but me. I realize this is probably related to my own brain problems and my own like ego as a writer of stuff that's in the vicinity of this genre where it's like, well, that's not how I would have written it as someone who is a fraction as successful as anyone involved in this project. Sure. <laughs> it is when you have a character and they have a really fascinating backstory it's it's like their backstory is so alien and so outside the realm of what you would think of as human experience and then when they open their mouth to talk they just sound like any other 21st century Mm -hmm. movie character Mm -hmm. an example that your listeners have probably all seen is finn from the new star wars trilogy this is a guy oh, yeah. whose background is he was abducted as a child and he's raised right.
0: he's a child soldier
2: and raised in a death cult there is the stormtroopers which used to be clones to give you an idea of how they're treated like they used to not be human basically and is in this cult that worships Darth Vader as a holy figure or whatever the new order however they do it you know probably has never had a friendship a normal friendship has never had a romantic relationship, has probably never prepared a meal for himself, has never had to dress himself. He's been issued clothes. This person would have no concept of how to relate to other humans, would have no idea how to have fun, would have no hobbies. I mean, you think about it, it's a stormtrooper. And then he breaks free from the stormtroopers, and the second he like steals a TIE fighter with Poe, he is just standard wisecracking disney action character yeah the same quips the same sarcasm same pumping his fist when they're blowing up the stormtroopers to, to escape and it's like those are your friends those are your childhood friends you're blowing up but it doesn't matter in that moment he could just be a rebel pilot he could be anybody his background as a, as a child soldier brainwashed into a death cult Never comes up for one millisecond. It does not inform anything about his personality, how he lives, how he relates to people right. at all. He's just a good you, natured
0: guy if you if you think about it, he it's like you know ninety five percent this is just I'm gonna use this to 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 bridge okay. into another thing. but like it's like ninety five percent possible that he's never even seen somebody do a fist pump. So why would, yeah. He, yeah. why would he know how to do that? All of his so it's
2: mannerisms, like, all of that would be alien to him.
0: Yeah. So like when you have characters who are like Charlize Theron is, is supposed to, what's Andromeda? Is that her name? Like she's... They just call
2: her Andy. I think Yeah. She's she's
0: She's like this, she's this, this character of myth. Like there are myths written about her. She's been alive for so long. Think about how out of touch you are. Like uh, uh, all of us are like a... Uh, I mean Jason's already there but uh, like we're like approaching 40 like think of how like out of touch you are with like regular pop culture you know like what like teens are watching oh yeah so like think of Our how talks- out of date she must be with whatever the fuck humans are mm-hmm. doing in the 21st century or she's like really keeping up with it she I don't but, know like, it's, it's hard enough for I, me, I, a mortal yeah. man, to I keep talked, up with it. I talked to
1: a teenager, like, uh, recently, a couple years ago. I don't talk to teenagers that often. And when I did, it frightened and confused me. Like, it literally, they said something, and I was like, I don't know what you're saying, man. Uh, I don't know what you're going on about.
0: So, like, her, uh, her pop culture references would be from, like, the 13th century. Or, yeah. You know, like... I, 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 if, I
1: mean, I assume she tries to keep up with it, but like, uh, uh, okay, let's let's put it this way: because
2: this is the whole, this is everything. In the it, apparently, according to reading, like the Wikipedia or whatever, she's six thousand years old. In the movie, she, she says she doesn't remember how old she is, but she well, refers they, to things that happened a thousand years ago like they were yesterday. Mm-hmm. So, to her, the concept of democracy would be like the concept of TikTok to us. Right What happens to Because she does not have a superhuman brain She has a normal human brain So the people who come into her life And live for 75 years and then die Or you see her like people die in battle At age 30 They just be popping in and out of existence Now you have listeners who are going to say Guys That's what Dr. Manhattan is that, that's why dr. Man hadn't exist in the watchman mm-hmm. comics is because yeah. it's an examination of what would Superman really be like and the answer is he would be incomprehensible Because right. to him everything that's happening is so irrelevant Life is so fragile your limited lives are so meaningless that he would try to relate he's not a bad person But it's like trying to relate to an anthill in your yard like it's like these people are just coming and going so fast like you just couldn't get that attached because if there's someone you've been friends with for 2000 years and then you're friends with somebody else like this new character for three days, what would this new friendship mean to you when you have known this other person long enough to see empires rise and fall? Yeah. To see the same trends, the same broad trends come and go again and, and again and again so that everything is just old, nothing is new under the sun. You would just be so detached from the world that every character in this group, if they had just achieved immortality like the the previous month, they would ta- sound and act exactly the same.
0: Yeah, that's. It's this is... Yeah, this there's a lot this, of yeah, this kind of thinking about this particular. Uh, yeah, this is uh, like I, I wrote. I wrote a book that unusual. I've been trying to get published for a while. Um, but uh, that's like the point of of the book that I wrote is is it's a it's a character that's like you know be, been alive since the beginning of time and and like it's 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 all of those things that Jason just said. So like I have that same yeah. thing when I watch these movies. I'm like, you're not really thinking about what this would really be like for a person that's been alive for thousands of years they would just be completely aloof like there's it's like like
1: when when spock mourns the death of kirk right it's like he's mourning a dog like in terms of years (laughs) like it's the equivalent of a dog uh or like when yeah when thor has a romantic thing with uh with natalie portman that's like she's like a hamster. Well, Thor's, yeah, like Thor's, compared to
0: your life. With that relationship, yes, but like Thor and Spock are a little bit different because they come Spock from Spock lives yeah. well, Spock lives for uh, I think 600 years. Yeah, um, it's not that long. Thor lives for however long he lives, but they both come from societies and worlds where everybody else is like them. Right. So they understand what it's what it's like to be part of a society. It's very different when you take a uh, someone who is just a, a just a human, right? But they're alive for since the beginning of time, so they can't relate to anybody or anything,
1: right? And they're losing their mind.
0: Uh, you would be, you would be, you would be insane at yeah. the end of that time.
1: <laughs> or and it's that's a fascinating idea because when you're dealing with immortal characters, you think of things like interview with a vampire, or 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 uh, the only other example I could think of was Zardoz with the gods. Um, <laughs> sure, but like there's a, there's they get bored. They, there's weird things about them that's the what makes them interesting and in this they're just regular people well, who are faced with a very easy challenge for immortal
0: people right and
1: then they overcome that challenge
0: yeah and it's, then the, the
1: movie ends and it was like okay th- so, there's
0: jason mentioned the boys earlier and i don't know if you've seen the boys dave i have not you have um, to watch it well I there's there's a character called homelander in the boys <laughs> At least one of these people would be like Homelander. Or <laughs> yeah. he's just a he's just a maniac. Right. <laughs> like
2: Well, yeah, or you would have you can just sit down and dream up all of the the mythology like like you could even say, well, yeah, everybody actually goes crazy for like 200 years and becomes like a serial killer. But then that you get over that like that's yeah, just a grow, phase you, we all
0: you've been alive for long enough to grow out of it.
2: Yeah, to grow out of it. Or or you'll you'll like try to you'll try to take over the world at some point and then you will realize there's no point or you'll become like you'll try to become like king of the earth. But it you'll find out that it's just it's just a, it's not it's. Exhausting, like, like like something. Just you throw in little hints about what life is like. I feel like vampire a lot of vampire lore actually does this fairly well. Like Anne Rice's novels, that's a big part of what they're about. Yeah, is it like the fact that vampires are all like perverts and they all have like weird sexual tastes and so this was like, well, of course you would. You know, old married couples get tired of each other. You've been having mm-hmm. sex for like five thousand years. Think of how freaky you're going to get
0: when, yeah, you, when right. you're trying to like, find
2: new things yes. to get you excited.
0: I can only get off if we're free falling out of an airplane. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> At
2: or that point. And, like one of the few bits of characterization they give Shirley Sturion is she's like loves baklava and, and is like a connoisseur, and it's like really, but what kind of food would she be into? Would she miss like the Cured meat or whatever the hell she was eating in 3000 BC, you know, because a lot of things, Mm. the stuff you eat as a child, that kind of sets your taste. Would she, if she tried to drink like a diet soda, would she like go into convulsions because of (laughs) like, what in the hell is in this?
0: What are humans eating
2: <laughs> these days? Yeah, because all that stuff would be so like the concept of fast food that would be brand spanking new. It would be be like like I am to to Snapchat or something. I was like, this is right. weird. How do you order it? how How did they cook this so fast? Are you? It's are you only sure existed it's
0: since like the 1950s, right? That's like a blip for her for yeah. somebody
2: six thousand years old. <laughs> In your Chinese it's
0: entirely possible she hasn't heard of McDonald's yet.
2: But but they don't. But that's not in the movie because it's like you know she uses modern weaponry and she drives a car and and she just looks like a modern just a normal modern person and that's very I don't know, I feel like I'm beating a dead horse here but there's so much you can do mm-hmm. and so much imagination you can because that's what's that's the entire thing that's interesting about the story because mm-hmm. the fact that the characters have a healing factor like Wolverine by itself is not interesting. Vampires no, actually- have that plus. Tons of layers of lore and they have to suck blood to stay alive, you know, on top of that. So if that's all you've got, you've got to use you, you, that's your starting line. And then from yeah. there you start thinking, OK, what would their religious views be like? How would they view like loyalty to nations knowing that to them countries just come and go? Like, would they just not see any as being particularly special? Would they be amazed at how like nonviolent violent you know modern societies are because you know when these people were kids you could get beheaded for like stealing a goat uh, you know it's would there would they just have like this kind of you know the way like old people are really racist because they can't quite shake it right so these people are from an era when the concept of not being racist was just
1: ridiculous <laughs> you know so it's like yeah. how how they adjusted it's, it's, uh they right. have layers upon layers of racism.
0: Right, because they're so old, they, they come from literal tribes, most, yeah. of, most of them. I think Booker is only, like, he, he fought under Napoleon, so he's only a few hundred years old.
2: But that would be a huge gap. Like, when yeah. them trying to relate to each other, he and Shirley Starrin's character are from different universes. Like, their background is completely different. So, yeah, you're right. The concept of, I keep talking about how they would feel about nations, the concept of nations did not exist that long. Back yeah. then, it like you said, it would literally have just been tribes, like tribes, various tribes in the landmass that now we will look back and call, well, that was ancient Mesopotamia or whatever. That's not what they called it at the time. You only knew your tribe. So now she's having to live in a global society and she's freaking using cell phones and smartphones and the internet. And it's like, it, let's hear and something when, from her. Like, how does she process all this? How does she... How did, what does she do with 6,000 years worth of memories?
1: When when they show her in flashbacks, she doesn't seem any different in those eras as well. Yeah. It's just her. Uh, it's Charlie, Shirley, Staron, Shirley's but wearing like a hat. With, with a, yeah, exactly. With just like some older shit on her. Um, it need, is really fascinating because it's kind of, this is the key to like, what makes most movies charismatic is like you take a character like Thor. We keep coming back to Thor, but like those movies succeed because they would be like, well, let's put him in situations where he's a fish out of water. Like let's have fun with it. Uh, you have a character that's six thousand years old. Have some fun with it, and they don't have any fun with it. Wonder,
2: Wonder Woman does it better than this, and that's just yeah. a DC movie. But the way like she sees London for the first time, and it's it's like trashy that yeah. era of London like, and, it's hideous <laughs> and you see it through her eyes and then they have to have, let her go try on clothes and those are some of the best scenes of the movie that's
1: better than yeah, fight scenes it's it's a real shame because yeah they they don't have the worst premise here but they don't when they got to it's the a fine end premise it's, it's
0: just they don't really explore it in any way that's interesting
1: and they don't there's no stakes when they get to the end and deadly is confronting them the boss of the the movie dudley confronts them with a gun and two and he's confronting two people and one of the people is impervious to bullets and they this is supposed to be like oh how are they going to get out of it and it's like i know how they're going to get out of it one he's gonna die because he's dudley like they're they're just
0: dudley yeah they're both
1: (laughs) ones ones like a soldier and the other has been six is six thousand years old and knows how to fight with an axe right and 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 he's a pharmaceutical CEO is a 26 year old
0: CEO wearing sneakers and a hoodie
1: yeah
2: (laughs) who has presumably never fired a gun before yeah like if if it was the three of us Against Dudley Dursley With a gun <laughs> I wouldn't feel That threatened <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sit here sit here <laughs> And we're not immortal But I was like He's not gonna know How to use that It's hard to shoot Somebody with a gun It's, it's actually Unless you're right Next to them It's actually hard Like yeah. I would be like He's gonna miss And then he's gonna Drop the gun And then we'll just Go tackle him Because he's just He's yeah. just a CEO He's not He's not immortal. He is not the thing that you would expect to happen. Is he has developed his immortality serum and has injected himself Injects with it. himself,
0: yeah, and becomes yeah.
2: super Dursley.
1: <laughs> and, no, none of that. And so <laughs> super now it's, Dursley. it's
2: immortal super Dursley versus mortal Shirley Steele. Aha! See, the tables have turned. And she only knows how to fight as a, as an immortal. And I I'm doing that obnoxious thing where I like I act like I can punch up this movie script. But that, you know, I don't know, because I I can't emphasize enough how silly that final scene is because it's, he's like pointing the gun and it's like this tense thing where the two of them have to come up with a plan to overcome this. And so they have like a signal and they trick him and then she tackles him out of the window. It's like, why not just walk over and take the gun away from him? Like you would take a squirt gun from a toddler.
1: Yeah. He doesn't he like I, I don't feel sympathy for the character, but he cert- he doesn't need to even die, let alone be pulverized. Like they kill he him explodes. like he's an ogre. <laughs> yeah, like it's like you don't really need to do that much to kill him. He pops uh, like a
0: meat balloon. It's it's yeah. great. Hey, you
1: could just turn oh, yeah, it off. But, but that's but it, it. Go ahead. Oh, I was just gonna say that ending also reminded me of like the part where they're on the plane and Charlie Theron is like Oh, we could jump out this plane right now and we'd be fine. And it's like, oh, there's no stakes. And then later they put two of the characters are kidnapped and they get on a plane. And I'm thinking like, yeah, just crash the plane. Yeah, just jump like out. You can, yeah, you can literally just do anything in any of these situations and you'll be fine. Go up to the
2: cockpit and just, just steer the plane into the ground or something. Because you're immortal, yeah. None of these jackasses are. Or just get up there and tell them you're going to do that and say look this is over you actually cannot harm us yeah um,
0: I mean it, they actually when they, when they when they open they drive the two guys to put them on the plane like when they open the van they have killed everyone in the van yeah like, so they like, just like so you're yeah, gonna put them on everyone. a plane so they can do the same thing It
1: it feels like they're going along with it like it feels like they're playing along for fun and at any point they could just Escape and if or you, kill everybody.
2: If the listeners are wondering, well, how did they get kidnapped in the first place by a bunch of mortal people with machine guns? It happens off screen. Yeah. And then they say, oh, they used gas. It's like, oh, it, right. is that? So, so you're, you're, out, you're actually vulnerable to to gas then. Okay. So th- why aren't they using that in the finale? Yeah.
0: It, it just they, use it, they use it one time. Like when they're about to and, come and apparently in. It works like, great. Yeah, yeah. like the, the mini boss shoots a, a, a gas grenade in there um, and it scatters them. But, like, yeah, they don't oh, use yeah. gas ever again.
1: <laughs> they never <clears> – <throat>
2: well, sorry, go on. Well, it's just you, you mentioned the opening scene earlier because it starts like this in-media res thing with them all getting shot, having been shot up, the, the, the immortals on the floor. And then it cuts back to start the movie to show how they got shot. And they, they do, as you mentioned, they fall into a trap. And the trap is, is that like 30 gunmen come out with assault rifles and just shoot the heroes hundreds and hundreds of times, including multiple times in the head, just shattering their skulls. And then they lay there for like 30 seconds and heal and stand up again. So that happens about 10 minutes into the movie. That's the yeah. most damage they're ever going to take in this movie. Like the the bad guys at the end, again, the, the enemy they're facing when they enter that, that skyscraper, It's just guys with masks with machine guns and none of them managed to shoot the heroes any more than what they got shot in the opening scene. So the most danger they face in the entire movie occurs 10 minutes in. And then it's pretty much smooth sailing after that. It's like the difficulty curve on video games now where it's like hard at the beginning. And then once you actually get your weapons and stuff, then it's like somehow gets easier from there on out. It's like that.
1: Yeah they really have to do a lot of work trying to like, they make one of them betray them uh, in order for something to happen. And also uh, did he say to uh, Charlize that it's, he did it so she could die. Well, did I, he said, he said, that's what
0: we've been looking for, right? That's what you wanted
1: to die. Yeah. But then when she's mortal, she acts like it's a real problem.
0: And so, like, if she, if she, she, well, she like, doesn't really like she doesn't treat it any differently. She's like, look, if it's my time to go, it's my time to go. Let's just do this,
1: right? Yeah, it just <clears throat> I don't I didn't get if the movie wanted me to be afraid for her or not. If she's six thousand years old and just begging for death, or is she like, oh no, I'm mortal now? Uh, like they don't really. It felt very foggy. Uh, a lot, a, a lot of that stuff. A lot of the characters, what they wanted. Uh, seemed to kind of fluctuate in weird ways, and yeah. it, it just—it felt like they were really struggling with this premise. And yeah, maybe it was budget related that they just didn't—they didn't get to do enough with this. But for
2: example, uh, go ahead. Our main character, Niles Crane. What <laughs> does she? What does she want? Like she just it, gets
0: it, roped it into this on a scene by scene yeah, basis. Yeah, <laughs> she
1: wants. She wants to see her family. And then doesn't.
0: And then doesn't. And she doesn't want to be a murderer and then becomes a murderer. Like it's it, yeah. what, it's what
1: the super murderer. A super murder. Her words
0: change depending on what the movie needs her to do.
2: And then the way that Andy, Shirley Sneron's character, gets betrayed at the end by the by the the cipher of the group, the guy who has to betray them to is he gives her an unloaded pistol before they go mm-hmm. in to do their thing and then because she has an unloaded gun then of course that means she loses the fight right this is a six thousand year old warrior who did not check to see if a round was chambered in her gun or if it had bullets in it before going into the battle i feel yep. like that's probably a habit it, it it my complaint i'm not complaining about again that sounds like nitpicking my point is to thwart a 6,000-year-old combat genius, the plan should be really elaborate and Right, it's not like just what what handing it, also, her an
0: unloaded gun. Yeah, what he does to bring her
2: down should be really something.
1: He doesn't know she's mortal there, too. Yeah, so she could just so,
2: grab someone else's gun that works. Yeah.
1: She could just walk up to the gunman and take one of theirs. Again, it needs to be Jason Voorhees level. Like they need to chop them up and spread their parts or like explode them. Uh, And I wanted to see how the movie would deal with such a thing. They do a grenade hit and then the guy just sort of takes a while to heal. He's he's just sitting in in a
2: chair. Like five minutes to heal.
1: Yeah. But like has no one tried to just chop these people up, put their pieces in boxes? I kept thinking of that. I was like, have they never
0: been decapitated before?
2: And all, right. in all of the empires the and armies that have tried to bring them down that, that realized what they were, none of them thought. It, because, again, one of them, you know, they wound up chucking one of them into the ocean because they didn't know what else to do. Right. But even, like, the Deadpool sequel played with the idea of, well, what happens if Deadpool gets cut in half? It's like, well, I bet he has to grow, like, little baby legs back. And, and yeah, like, I he was, explored and the idea.
0: That was interesting because I thought about Deadpool earlier because the climax of Deadpool, of Deadpool 2... Has it makes it that his immortality is not helpful because he's trying to convince a kid not to kill somebody, um, right. and that's kind of what you need to do when your characters are indestructible. Is you need to think of a way that's not just like you not give them just a moral problem, right? It's not just them mowing through tons of bad guys because it's like, well, they they can't die. So what is yeah? You know, they it's, gotta
1: they gotta break Michael Shannon's neck, <laughs> right? Uh, <laughs> To stop him from killing a couple people after leveling a city,
0: after destroying an atti- after nine eleven ing an entire city,
1: yeah, he's like, "Don't kill these two people." It's like you've killed thousands, um, but it, yeah, there needs to be some sort of moral issue. And instead, it's it reminds me. There's an Onion article: uh, "Man with dream to open liquor store achieves dream." Like it reminds me of that, where it's just like we have this very low level goal, and then we do it, and then the movie ends, and it's like, okay, good job, I yeah, guess. Yeah, well, we did it. <laughs> you did the you did the very easy thing.
0: Yeah, the we thing accomplished like mo- this very easily.
1: Like there are movies where mortal people do more than what they do. Uh, like I would uh, like John, John McClane. Yeah, John Wick. John McClane surfs on a fucking fighter jet. By the fourth movie they're not they're like that it's he's he's more immortal than they are or he acts more immortal uh, it's so low-level
2: it's also like John McClane not clear what their powers are because again in the first Die Hard movie John McClane is just literally just a, a cop he has, he has normal no cop powers abilities. he's way, yeah. not a super cop he's just a average or below average cop he's not you know And then obviously as the series goes on he's jumping out of planes and fighting people on the wing of airliners things like that yeah this movie so they've got the fight choreography and it's you know charlie's Neron can do the fighting that you see in movies now you know where where it's it's very acrobatic and all that the
0: the john wick stuff
2: yeah the john wick stuff and then the 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 reasoning they give here is that well she's she's been around so long she's forgotten more about combat than any army now remembers any general remembers. Like she knows more. It would almost, it would sound like if you've been in that many battles, thousands and thousands, and thousands of battles, it would almost be like a form of telepathy. Cause what
0: could someone do that would surprise you? Yeah. Right. You've literally seen everything.
2: So you would think that, okay, that's the premise is that she, we've got two. The first layer is she's got healing factor, but the second layer for power is pure experience, but that should apply to the whole team. The rest of her team are just, just kind of just dudes. Just dudes. Yeah. With, they just like they're they're when they're in a pitched battle with guns, they kind of just act like you and I would with guns. Like you're just doing it the way you've seen it in movies. There's not they're not doing like again. And I, if the people who made the movie were here, they could say, look, we did not have the kind of budget where we could have these people doing wire foo and all sorts of you know where they can move super fast or anything like that. But it's like. Yeah. but Okay. But give me that, that one line of dialogue you mentioned that I had actually forgotten whether like, let's do this, like, like, uh, you know, Berlin, 1865, I, the city of Berlin, I don't think existed back then. But, <laughs> but anyway, whatever mm-hmm. they said, whatever they said. And then it's like, it's like, yeah, that's really cool. These people have been fighting together for so long. They would have like this shorthand. And then when you see
1: it, it is just a guy swinging through a window. Yeah. It's like, oh, it didn't work then either. That's that's they uh, they could have pulled off the opposite, I think, which is that they could have like I I think of, like Jessica Jones as a character, where like they're immortal, so they don't have to learn how to fight. Like I would have enjoyed someone who just doesn't know how to fight, or but they're so really bored matter. by it.
2: Yeah, that It yeah. becomes
1: compelling where the, you've got like
2: like 13 SWAT guys with machine guns, which happens. And like in the movie, they're arming up and they're getting their guns ready. And it's like, we got to go in there. And I'm imagining instead, you know, it, and it still hurts when they get shot. So put on some body armor. I don't care. It's it, it mm-hmm. There's some laying on the floor and put on one of the body armor. And you just walk up and just take their gun, one of their guns away. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. And just casually stride up and just do it because you've walked through gunfire so many times you can glance at these four guys and know that they're not going to hit you by the angle of their barrels. So it's just right. like and so then now that they've seen you do that, then you up the stakes because you didn't know that the bad guys have whatever Mecca Dursley. Mm -hmm. whatever radiant top four
0: (laughs) fucking robot suit (laughs) robot suit
2: with Dudley Dursley in it that renders (laughs) that suddenly humbles these people it's like oh you you've been so bored by combat you're used to walking through musket balls and for the first time you're having to fight somebody that can actually take you apart and this is hard for you to deal with because you've built up a little bit of arrogance about the fact that you can just try it across a World War One battlefield of trenches and just basically brush that stuff off like it's mosquitoes there's and a, now you've got you know
0: there's a, a, a Takashi Miike made a movie called Blade of the Immortal that's also based on a comic um, and that, that deals with that like the, the main character is a guy who, who can't die he just regenerates over and over again but he's become a very sloppy fighter because of it and so when he's actually faced with like good fighters he just gets his ass kicked
1: right That's a good idea. Yeah. Again, Jason Voorhees. He doesn't have to learn karate.
0: No, he just fucking hacks people to death with a machete.
1: He's just like, look, all I have to do is get close enough to you to hack you with this machete. You can do whatever to me while I'm walking up to you. I'm not even going to run. Yeah, go buck wild. I'm I'm going
0: to take my time.
1: (laughs) Have a great time in between those two moments where I'm of close proximity to you. It's just, uh, yeah, I, there's so much they could have done with this premise.
0: Right. Like, they could have, like, even, it's such an obvious gag to do, but it would have gotten a laugh out of me if, like, you saw one of the characters, like, just completely suiting up in full body armor, and then some, like, you have Niall be like, well, I thought you couldn't die. And he's like, well, I can't, but it still fucking hurts to get shot. Right. Like, I yeah, want to get shot.
1: A, and there where Charlie's, like, rejects a body armor. hmm and it's like it still helps, right? Yeah, yeah because it, they they get incapacitated
2: for a few minutes by yeah.
0: They actually yeah. quote unquote die yeah. for for a short time.
2: It's it's awful. They hate it. So it's like, yeah. well, you're still gonna gonna want to grab. A helmet or something so you don't right. get because you in the time you get shot in the head they could put you in a box and throw you in the ocean you don't want that to happen so yeah you show us the the audience that you still fear this situation a little bit it's like well yeah I we're immortal but here's here's the thing if they've got like grenade launchers and they blow our bodies apart that's that's two weeks to heal from that and then what happens in that two weeks they've just got my damn severed head they're gonna do God knows what with us so yeah I'm actually right. terrified I'm more scared than you because you will just die my severed head may wind up in a block of concrete for the next five thousand years like what they could do to me if they're able to actually disassemble my body is is terrifying so yeah i'm not i'm not superman you know when i get shot it right. does the same damage to my tissue i feel a freaking shrapnel going through my lungs it's just that it heals but even the healing probably hurts quite a bit because you got do that oh sorry well it's got to make like the hunks of metal fall out of your body they even show that like your brain has to push the bullet out of your brain like that can't feel good
1: they (laughs) do that where they set up the woman getting thrown in the ocean and i naturally assumed they were going to face a similar threat yeah dudley was going to put them in a coffin or something uh and they really are just like no you're you're going to have to be in this lab for like maybe a decade and even he says he's like that's nothing for them and i was just like yeah he's right (laughs) like they're gonna live forever what's a decade in a lab uh or if he asks nicely they just show up once a week and yeah give tissue samples uh but they never threaten them with like purgatory with like this eternal hell because it is like the one thing they would fear and they do fear but then it never comes up again
2: Yeah, or when they kidnap the two guys, immediately chop their heads off and just kidnap their heads and say, Look, we know you're going to regrow a new body over the next week. We're just going to cut it off again. And we'll just take tissue cells from, like, make it. And again, it could be a a budget thing, a special effects thing. I get you're talking about David Cronenberg type makeup effects here. Mm. I also get that this probably did not happen in the source material. We're talking about, but since when is maybe this is the problem with having the comic writer write the script because they're too precious about the fact that. A lot of the appeal of the graphic novels probably that the art style was really cool but right. when translating it to just you know a fairly low budget movie it's maybe not maybe not the same
1: yeah
0: yeah it, the, the characters yeah I mean I think you mentioned costume design earlier but that might have been about the Witcher um, they just they, it just kind of looks flat like I wish they looked more like I don't know I don't necessarily want them to be running around wearing like 2000 year old armor but like i don't know maybe some flair i don't know
1: <laughs> i are just walking around wearing up.
0: shirts and leather jackets all the time
1: <laughs> when i looked this up it was defined as a like on the wikipedia is like the old guard is a 2020 superhero movie and i was like wait really like it, it hadn't occurred to me that it was a superhero movie until and i know maybe that's on me but it there wasn't it didn't feel superhero-y
2: there's no supervillain. they, they yeah. don't really like their superpowers are just a, a fifth of what a vampire can do because they can't fly like vampires can they can't turn themselves into bats yeah they're like the world's worst vampires
1: yeah it's like a <laughs> sci-fi action uh, that's pretty much it. it it and they yeah i know again source material but like uh, honestly if cronenberg did this film that would be fantastic like we, I think we needed like an R rated version or something weird. Uh, it has gore. It, it, it it's,
2: oh, I, don't know. I think Maybe. It, I think it was. It has gore in it. Like when her neck gets sliced open, it's pretty gross. Oh, and the guy yeah. gets blown up by a grenade, it's very graphic. Like they were willing to go there, but it's like, man, this is body horror. You have somebody who's been drowning for five hundred years under the ocean. Uh, you know that's you, you've established that you're gonna you're willing to go to a really dark place it, but you've primed the audience for that but it kind of doesn't it doesn't go there again
1: have fun with it have a hand crawling on the ground like evil dead style mm-hmm. like have have weird things happen with their bodies because their bodies are extremely unnatural but still human bodies
0: yeah I think it's uh, like this again we're bringing up I'm bringing up Deadpool like Deadpool does that stuff and i think maybe yeah. this movie was scared to do it because it's serious
2: maybe but yeah but
0: like, like you could do a hor- it doesn't have to be funny to do that stuff like you can do serious gritty horror action mm-hmm. style versions of that of that kind of stuff where it's like yeah i'm chopped in half but my i can still move my legs
1: <laughs> like and like if the audience laughs at them at least the audience is having fun like i laugh at weird gore or like you know, like things that take itself too seriously because that's part of the fun. But I didn't feel anything watching this, and that's the problem. Like, I I, I would have even if I was laughing at the movie, that would have been something. Mm-hmm. But it was just, it was just people shooting each other. Well, then and then getting back up.
2: That brings up an overarching point that I wanted to bring up because I feel like I frequently see movies where guns are a creative crutch because here the staging of these action scenes people shooting each other with guns in a hallway is just so boring and again because they established in the very first scene that the guns might as well be squirt guns in terms of what in terms of how they affect the plot and the characters they have no impact on the characters. These characters are in no danger. So, but they just keep having scene after scene after scene of here's a bunch of guys with guns and Charlie Theron looking cool, using some bladed weapon to effortlessly cut them down. It's like yeah, we we know she can do that. We saw it. We saw that in the opening scene of the movie. So then now, how do you raise the stakes of that? And I this is something that has bugged me about. Uh, I feel like Chris Nolan's Chris Nolan's movies. Chris Nolan's movies fall into this <laughs> where like with inception, the trailers had him, you know, like bending the, mo- the, the city skyline in on itself. And it's like, Oh hell the, the finale of this movie, they're just going to be ripping apart reality in ways that is just, you can't even keep up with. And it's like, no, they just imagine gunfights just one right. one car chase and gun battle after another. Only this gunfight is in the, it's in the snow. It's like, man, my dreams are weirder than that and I have some pretty boring <laughs> dreams. But it, you 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 tease me in the trailer the stuff that they actually actually did do in the Doctor Strange movie, where you're bending reality and you're yes. there's portals everywhere and you're curling the world in on itself and you're creating yeah, the that, time that, loop. Uh,
0: that act two uh, chase scene in Doctor Strange is amazing.
2: Yeah, yeah. And Inception teases that, but it's like the limit of his imagination just goes to very handsome people. At least one of them has Chris Nolan's haircut,
1: <laughs>
2: shooting at it's each like a other.
0: Stipulation with him. Somebody looking, has to have my haircut.
2: And looking really cool while shooting each other with guns. And then I see the trailer for Tenant. It's like we can isolate individual objects and make them travel backward through time. To show you this, imagine if you could suck the bullets into your gun. (laughs) It's like, that's the least interesting thing I can think to do with time manipulation powers, but that is such a language of cinema where if there's conflict, it has to be these people with guns versus these people with guns that even in a movie like this, where guns should not have appeared in this story after that first scene, when it was established that they're useless. It should have, they should have come up with some weapon that actually works against the the immortals or something and, and raised the stakes on that because it's like, Hey, you know, I know you're used to watching movies with guns, but in 10 minutes and we've just shown guns don't work in this universe. So great. Now we're off to the races. Show us what, you know, show us what, what can really, what's really possible here. And it's like, no, it's just guns right up to the very final scene.
1: Yeah it reminds me of like in blade where they're like they're vampires they can't be killed with bullets so we're gonna use light bullets and it's like (laughs) like uav bullets and it's like no i still gotta have guns yeah it's Uh, real dumb yeah (laughs) it really is like this movie like uh, more than others like the guns are so boring like the part yeah where it's like oh she didn't give her he didn't give her bullets in her gun And, like, she doesn't have other ammo on her. And it's just like, (laughs) everything is guns. Gun this, gun that. Everybody has guns. And, like, uh, it's it's real boring. After all,
2: how would the 6,000-year-old warrior know how to fight without a gun? Right. (laughs)
1: Like.
2: uh, But even in Star Wars, like, they actually include a line of dialogue where the Jedi don't like guns. To, right, to establish right. why they're not using ranged weapons. And it's like, it's a cultural thing. Because obviously the excuse is to use the much more visually cool and interesting lightsabers. And, you know, it, it's just so much. Everyone remembers a lightsaber. Nobody remembers a laser pistol because those that are everywhere. But a lightsaber is like a unique thing. And so they just have a line of dialogue where he's like, ah, you know, lightsabers like from a more cultured time. Like they considered, you know, blasters to be like uncivilized or, or whatever. Right. It's like, that's all you need. It's, it's he just threw that in there because you know and in, in, in the matrix think, they yeah, do it actually has thing cultural where,
0: basis right because like that's when crossbows first became a thing like they were viewed as like a, an ugly coward's weapon because it didn't take yeah. any skill to use it
2: Right, you're not you're not getting up close and personal with your enemy. Same as like like drone warfare now is like like nobody's making a movie about drone warfare because what's cool about that, you know? <laughs> right. So it's like no, you got to be up close. You got to be able to look in their eyes. And so you could it could be like that. It could be part of their culture that they don't they think guns are stupid toys and and you know and they they they've learned how to evade them so well or whatever that that it just they're irrelevant and. I don't know I, I,
1: it's a real shame,
0: yeah, I feel man, yeah, it's it's we, anytime I watch like John Wick is really cool, um
1: well, because they do something different with it,
0: yeah, and it's uh, it, this
1: movie they introduced that battle axe and then it barely shows right, up then she in barely this uses movie. again
0: like I like what I was gonna say is it's like when I compare. I, well John Wick's a bad example because I think that's those are very well made movies that managed to make guns exciting yeah, again he but also
1: like, he murders a giant with a book with a
0: book yeah, yeah And he's like on so, horses and shit yeah okay yeah. that's okay never mind well I'm gonna I'm gonna compare this movie to like the Indonesian action movies like the raid or like the night comes mm-hmm. for us where there's almost no guns at all in those movies right um it's just dudes wailing on each other Um, And you
1: can do an interesting, I've seen interesting gunfights in movies, but they have to be, like, you know, as we keep making movies, it has to be more and more, they have to figure out ways to make it interesting. It can't just be people in a hallway shooting at each
0: Exactly, yeah. Like, Like, that um, was the biggest
1: problem with Inception, is the gunfights in Inception... It's not only that they're not bending the world, but there's. The, it's like you don't even know the geography right. that well and in those like scenes, and like they, there's nothing about them that's interesting. When you're cutting and between
0: boring-ass gunfights and Joseph Gordon-Levitt fist-fighting a guy in a rotating hallway, it's like, right. do more of the hallway. What are you doing? Yeah.
2: Like, yeah. Or it's like a dream you really have where you pull out your gun and it like melts in your hand right? <laughs> or you find out it's made of, of cotton candy or something. Cause it's a, it's dream world. Right. Like, and then you run into
1: like your grandpa, but he turns into
2: your boss. Yeah. <laughs> yeah uh, you're, you're in your gym class for some reason yeah. the whole time. <laughs> um, but, it, but either way, but like where something like, like Hey, they've done something where our, our guns are cotton candy like it wouldn't have to be the literal cotton candy i'm saying th- something where it, it's we're in a dreamscape where guns don't do anything so now like the rotating hallway thing where you're having to fight somebody in zero gravity or, or whatever there's just so many places you can you can go with it and other movies yeah. do it you could we could name examples all day where they've you know they've like it in, in kung fu movies, if they've got guns, there'll be some point where they they run out of bullets. And they got to toss them aside, and now we're gonna yeah. Now we're gonna fight, and it's and that's fine. The audience is not like, well, wouldn't you just go try to find more bullets for your gun? Wouldn't that be better? It's like, no, we want to see them fight. It's fine. It, it's but anything anything but just shooting at each other. And I don't I don't. This is not an anti-gun thing. Obviously, I like lots of movies with guns in them, but it's about trying to be imaginative with. Your action scenes, because in a movie like this, your action scenes are your drama. That's how your yeah. that's how you're forwarding plot and characters through the action. So if the action is just guys shooting and and, and you're just fighting a bunch of bad guys with generic, they're the SWAT team bad guys you see in the million action movies. They've got their faces covered or whatever. I said I, I don't I don't know. And then the final boss is at one point. I, I forgot you mentioned the axe. Dudley Dursley like picks up her axe and he's like holding Mm -hmm. it like waiting for them to come up there and you're supposed it's almost framed like oh my gosh he's got her axe it's like what's he gonna do with that (laughs) even if he had five (laughs) years to practice with it he wouldn't be able to do anything against her she's been using that since 4,000 years before Christ
1: he's never swung an axe Mm -hmm. and if you've ever swung an axe it's not easy it's not intuitive no yeah it'll hurt your arm like it, it, your muscles like you don't use those muscles often he certainly doesn't uh it would i would have loved to see him try to swing that axe yeah again if the three of us were were menaced by yeah. dudley dursley
2: with an axe we would feel nothing other right. than this is going to be a funny story to tell later like we would yeah. not it's like man if, if i wind up dying here that's my own fault i would I thought, that's something that that's on me that's not on that's not on Dudley I don't even feel like he should be charged with a crime for killing me with that battle axe
0: because that's right I really myself. <laughs> in fact make him president
1: <laughs> yeah does Netflix have some sort of contract with him because he's also in uh he's in Buster, uh, Scruggs.
0: Buster Scruggs yeah yeah um no I don't think so <laughs> I think he just popped up in the both these movies yeah
1: yeah cast
2: as the villain here I guess because I figured we would remember him as the villain from but it's he was not the big bad in Harry Potter he was just a no. petulant child he was
0: yeah and he barely he barely looks like he did in Harry Potter too so it's like
1: it took me I uh, about an hour and a half into the movie I was like it's Dudley <laughs> like it took me a while to figure out where I knew him from mm-hmm. uh Looking forward,
2: so this this okay. movie ends on a post credit scene, or mm-hmm. mid credit scene, yes. wherever they insert it, to tease that the lady who was thrown into the ocean has gotten out. Yes, and also seems fine.
0: She uh, right? She seems totally fine for having drowned over and over and over again. She's probably going to be utterly insane. Years. Has
1: gone yeah, utterly probably, mad. She's going to be using the lingo of the times. She's she seems like. She's been around forever.
2: Um, so clearly teasing another movie, I thought when I saw the trailers for this, so much of it looks like TV. I assumed this was a series. I mm. This was a Netflix, Netflix production from very early on. I think they funded this. This is not one of those things where like the Cloverfield movies where they just picked up something that had been made and they just distributed it. This was, they were in on this from the start. I don't know what future plans are for the franchise if they had like automatically approved a second movie or if they wanted to make it into a, I can't see Shirley's Theron um, committing to a series but if yeah. they do another one I would hope that they do the stuff we're talking about and in fact fans of the graphic novel are probably going to be in your comments or in the discord saying well by in book five they do all of that stuff you guys are talking about they just it doesn't happen you know in the origin story right mm-hmm. uh, and
1: it they, it should have
0: apparently charlie Theron is interested in doing another one
1: yeah i think she i think she's been like she feels like she wants a superhero thing like she did eon flux and like that it's, movie was garbage but I have to give her a lot of credit for doing eon flux
0: it's, that's a big swing it is weird that she has not been in a marvel movie
1: yeah uh and she's great so I you know
2: obviously mad Max Fury Road but mm-hmm. I think when they talked about making the Furiosa spinoff, they immediately said they were going to somebody younger
1: right which is enraging because it's like we didn't like it, the character of Furiosa like it's a great character but It's mostly because it's her, right? Like, she's the actress making that character work. Yeah. So they're like, all right, time time to recast her. And it's like, "Ah, you're missing the point. Yeah. Uh, It's a bummer. And, uh, yeah, like, so, yeah, if this, if this, they're talking about the, there might be a Bird Box sequel. I'm more angry about that because I always, I thought that idea was very, like, mediocre. And Netflix seems to do this. They make like movies that are okay, that then they say, these did amazing, and we're going to make more. Well, the thing is, is um,
0: Netflix self-reports.
1: Yeah. Also, (laughs) uh, they notoriously
0: do not give anybody their numbers.
1: Even if they're right, even if they're telling the truth, I get it because they're like, here's a movie... You don't have to do anything to watch it. You just have to have Netflix like everybody else. So it's like, of course, their movies get watched. Right.
0: Like, it's Why you, dr- you drop this in the middle of the summer, in the middle of a pandemic where no new movies are, you can't go to the theater to see new movies. And, like, hey, yeah. you want to, do you want to see Charlize Theron kill people with an axe? Why, yes, I do. Well, yeah. here you go.
1: <laughs> and then you come at it and you're like, well, I didn't really feel like well, I paid that was money fine. for it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, if I this paid money
2: fine. to see Bird Box, I would have been.
1: Bur- yeah burp box
0: is trash
1: i felt betrayed yeah I, like i didn't want There's i wanted my time back movie but like i get it because that's i think people listening to this who like this movie are like so what you know like we're 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 the ones putting all this effort into explaining why this movie but it, it really just i don't know it just didn't resonate with me and if it did with other people then great but like because, again, it's not hurting anybody.
0: But no, and, you know, it was, it it's, always, like you said, it's well-directed. The action is cool. Like, when they're actually doing the fighting and choreography and stuff, and it's not just shootouts in hallway, it's cool.
1: Yeah, um, it just feels like a waste of money sometimes. Where it's like, you're spending all this money on all these people. On a property, like a, a premise that's probably, you know, it's very it's a good premise. You can do stuff with it. Just have a little more fun with it.
2: Yeah, because it's almost like know. they're afraid the audience would be too, like, if you get too weird with it, that we're going to be confused or whatever. And it's like, not really. Yeah. It's, you know, it, you watch like Doctor Strange, you watch any of these, like, these are mainstream movies. I mean, the Star Wars universe is weird as hell. People, were, yeah. people didn't have to be eased into yeah. it. It's, it's you know, it, it's... Uh, <laughs>
0: Satan is in the Mos Eisley Cantina. Yeah. yeah. He's just sitting
2: there. And he's just, he's just there. And it's like, yeah, it's fine. It's, uh, yeah, we don't care. <laughs> um, so anyway, yeah, these people deserve a better movie. Maybe if they make a second one with a bigger budget, maybe it'll be better. You have a little bit more freedom to to play with the ideas. Uh, you know,
0: I know Netflix just, this was in the news this past week, Netflix just, I don't necessarily know if it's the biggest budget they've spent because I think some of their movies went over budget, but it's the biggest budget they've ever approved. Um, for that Ryan Gosling, Chris Evans movie.
2: Oh yeah, what's it? Uh, what's it about?
0: What's it? Um, Ryan it? Gosling is like an ex CIA agent or something on the run, and Chris Evans is it has to hunt him down. So I think I think Chris Evans is the bad guy because Ryan Gosling plays It's like based on a book series, I think, and Why Ryan Gosling they, plays the main character.
1: I know they. I I know they did a a TV version of this. Why isn't that just the Fugitive with Ryan Gosling and Chris Evans? Like just make the fugitive. Well, why do have to, why have to, does have to that give that them the, too much money? Why does it need a yeah. huge also, budget?
0: Like, what's is it clear I, guess it's, what? I guess it's like a global action movie. Okay. Like it's it's coming from the Russo brothers, and they're oh, fresh okay. off of Extraction.
2: Yeah, which that, that um, does not um, look like a TV show. I mean, that looked like a, a, a it looked a like a movie. movie. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. the sets, it and had, locations, everything looked, You know, but.
1: it had the yellow filter problem where. Oh this takes place in in like somewhere in the Middle East. Let's give make it, everything yellow. Give it right. the yellow
0: filter so you know yeah. it's garbage. Yeah. yeah. The, people Let's here, make everything the people here, the people here do not matter.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah. You're going to see a lot that of them. bioscene scanning.
0: That had a lower budget. 65 million for extraction had a lower budget oh, than wow. the old guard.
2: Oh man. it's you hold the, the action <laughs> scenes side by side uh, that's that's rough. Um, I, again unfair <laughs> The Russo brothers do this better than anybody. The director of this movie has directed TV prior to this. It looks like there, there was one one movie, but otherwise, it's a TV director been in the game for a long time. Hope she and everyone else involved in this get more work. And yeah, and yeah, the stuff she's, you
0: know, she's been attached to a like I, I got to look that up. I know she's been attached to a really big project. So that's good. Yeah, yeah,
1: because I, I don't know, I. I it's always hard identifying uh, you know this sort of stuff, but like it really to me came down to like the 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 story. I didn't think the story was very good. I thought it was well made. they had good people in it, uh, but I just I couldn't care
0: That's fair yeah
2: um, by the way, as you as we've been talking, I just now we got off on inception, which I could do an entire episode about that, but there's that scene. <laughs> from the trailer even, where they arrive in a dream and they're shooting, I think, Leo DiCaprio, somebody shooting back and forth at a guy. And then I think Tom Hardy walks up and says, you just need to dream bigger. And so he pulls up a larger (laughs) gun. grenade
0: launcher. Yeah.
2: And it just blows the guy up. Because it's like, that's the limit of your dream? Like, I was expecting in that moment, not really expecting, but like, you just need to dream bigger. Then like Godzilla comes out and eats the bad guy like this is a dream we can do anything
0: yeah, <laughs> you know, godzilla like, uh, out there yeah what are you doing
2: uh yeah and you know godzilla just joins the the team uh and it's like that's such a great uh encapsulation of of how when they sit down to make these movies it's like well yeah but what if he pulls up like a really big gun it's like no how about it's not a gun at all
0: <laughs> how if it was about, an even <laughs> bigger gun yeah what if he, I don't know, has a catapult that shoots sharks at people?
2: Yeah, or like, something. <laughs> it's a You've dream, got the budget man. for it. No one, yeah. You can. Uh, anyway, so that's the old guard.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Any Any final thoughts? Any?
0: Um. Uh, I. She is the director. Is is about to direct uh, Viola Davis in the Woman King, which is a historical epic. Like she ooh. she was attached to that this week. That sounds. And that's it's that going to be a very cool. big movie. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you know, uh, but yeah, no uh, other thoughts other than I mean, this. I mean, watch this movie. I guess like it's the action. Free if, you, are,
2: if you're paying for Netflix. There's no reason not to. it's same no reason as, not to. Yeah. Literally anything on the service. What yeah. have you lost? If,
0: yeah, it's two hours long. Um, if you, it's if boring you don't in a, parts, but.
1: Yeah, I like. I I know people who have very short attention spans. Uh, if I, I wouldn't recommend it to I
0: was on people. my phone a lot while I was watching this. yeah, like it's not <laughs> there are I long know, stretches I, I, where it's just people sitting in a room talking about shit.
2: yeah, but it's not they're not sitting in the room exploring the idea of immortality they're just they're talking del- about plot stuff or,
0: yeah, they're delivering really sweaty exposition in those mm-hmm. scenes.
2: just now occurred to me I'm sorry that at the end of the episodes we're trying to wrap up things just now i it's the same thing where you like think of the perfect <laughs> insult like the next day after the argument mm-hmm. right the, the things always occur to me much too late for the conversation but when they one of the first like when uh shirley Steron abducts niall into their group which it re- occurs to me she abducted her the same as the ceo guy was trying to abduct them Yes. Yeah, and just snatches her as like, okay, you're no, you're part of our superhero team now. Even though you have you no personal s- motivation, or you're not trying to get revenge on anybody, or accomplish anything, you have no internal motivation of your own. You've been abducted, you've been abducted into the movie. I'm sorry, right? like And you can't see your family anymore. Uh, but because at least in Men in Black, like he made a choice, and he 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 was trying to pursue. He's trying to solve a. A case and then you know anyways that they she takes her on this uh, rattly cargo jet and then Niall says well is this safe is this plane safe and then Shirley Zeron in what should be a really cool moment a trailer moment says like what difference does it make because we, right. we can't die it just now occurs to me a plane crashing and then you're being burned alive by jet fuel because you're trapped in the fuselage for the next however long it takes for the 20,000 gallons of jet fuel to burn off To just be burned alive for like a week, that would actually be one of the things you would be very afraid of. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I would think. Like if you were on an airliner, you would be more afraid of that thing crashing than the other people on there. Because if this crashes into the ocean, you're just dead. I'm trapped in the bottom, at the bottom of the ocean in the fuselage of a plane. And I maybe can't get out because I don't have superhuman strength apparently. I just have experience and I don't have any experience with ex- escaping from. So I'm drowning, and every time I try to do something, I only have a few minutes until I drown again. Like that would it, actually it, it, be worse. <laughs>
0: best case scenario is you're, are, you're at the surface and you have to swim back to land.
2: Yeah, the 2,000 right. miles back to, <laughs> right. back to New York. Right, again, you don't have
1: super strength, so you would probably drown a few times. But you're going you to keep drowning because you're going to get exhausted. You have to drown your
2: way until you found the currents to, to get to wash up on shore.
0: Yeah we, we, corpse, s- yeah we see they need to Slim. eat because she buys a bunch of protein bars so like
2: yeah. <laughs> but you can have that scene and it wouldn't cost you a dime where they lose a character over the ocean and they turn up like a month later and it's like yeah, yeah I had to drift just drowning over and over again until a cargo ship thought I was a corpse and they I got tangled in their propeller
1: <laughs> <laughs> right
2: but anyway I'm here now
0: <laughs> I got caught in a crab net <laughs> <laughs>
2: I got, got into a crab vessel and boy were they surprised. I had to kill all those people because now they were all witnesses. Like it could just be a story you tell. Yeah. You don't have to show it. it just That would be a yeah. fun conversation. Just throw it in. I there killed them yeah. all
0: with crabs. It was amazing.
2: Or you see these people having a dinner and they're like drinking wine and it's like okay so can they get drunk like normal people? Do they That's have super healing drunken in powers? S-
0: in some Wolverine comics they actually d- d- address that like he can't get drunk.
2: Okay, so but we see him drink in the movies, but here it's like, man, if you knew that, like, you couldn't overdose from heroin, and heroin <laughs> apparently not. If there's kids listening, don't don't listen am about to say, but heroin <laughs> feels really good. Apparently, apparently that's really right. great. So, if they're all just addicted to heroin, who cares? Just, yeah, Why would you even cool. call it an addiction?
0: Oh, right. There's that. There's that scene in the in the first Captain America movie after Bucky supposedly dies, and he's sitting there drinking, and he's like, "I've been doing this for hours, and I just I can't get drunk."
2: Okay. Yeah. Like, well, in this in this movie, yeah, they apparently can. It's so, like, they're drinking wine instead of just. Uh, maybe they just like the taste, but hell why not start experimenting and say oh okay mm-hmm. let's see what will get me high let's let's see how much <laughs> crack i have to smoke before i can feel
1: something because why not again you're, yeah. you're so bored i want a scene where they're just doing heroin he's like i've been doing this for hours i, I just What's keep od hey, and coming right back
2: hey you know what would make those gunshots hurt less a Wh- whole bunch Lots of heroin, of heroin. <laughs> Or yeah. or a bunch of morphine, like, like hey, before we go into battle, we're going to load our guns, but there's something else I've got to do
0: also. <laughs> Listen, and I, I've been chasing the dragon for 6,000 years. Yeah, Nile,
2: I don't know if you've ever done this before, but here's what you do. You combine heroin because it's a numbing agent. It's actually the best painkiller on earth, but it's going to make you sleepy. So to stay awake, you've got to snort <laughs> coke. <laughs> but because of the way like your blood vessels handle it you have to snore a lot of coke
1: right and like you're gonna die but then when you come back to you're gonna feel great yeah it's yeah, you're yeah, gonna yeah, be, you're yeah gonna your be heart will stop it's, fine. It, it, it's it's not major damage you, it, you'll only
2: be up for like five minutes but yeah then you'll you'll feel yeah. like a, a new person
1: yeah <laughs> i wake up like this every morning yeah How I start the day.
0: I inject myself with five times the amount that killed John Belushi.
2: (laughs) And here's the thing: it's on Netflix. Who's going to complain? It doesn't have to be in theaters, you know. And if people get mad, that's just free publicity.
1: Yeah. I
0: mean, anyway, something. Do something. I'd be shooting myself out of a cannon. (laughs) that's
1: how i go i travel just have cannons at all the places i want to go to
0: yeah actually collide with the side of the building like a fucking projectile i wanted
1: to see someone casually walk out of the skyscraper by just jumping out like not not to kill uh anybody just like oh i gotta get down there and you just fall splatter on the ground get back up
2: or that we have to do whatever we did in 1835 Prussia the punchline to that for what the hint of like what could have happened in 1835 that caused you to have to do this where you like all of you are nude and you've set yourself on fire and you just go <laughs> charging into the room.
1: Just hugging people.
2: And they're just they're just all terrified, like the is like And it's like, Yeah, you know that time we had to convince them we were witches? Let's do
0: that. Right. It works just as well now. Let's let's do what we did in eighteen thirty five Prussia. Okay, so we're gonna need sixteen horses. <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> You're gonna be catapulted into the building from six blocks away. I'm I'm going to sever your head and I'm going to carry it, and I'm going to throw it in there, and you're going to yell back to us their position.
1: <laughs> yeah, can they like sneak into places by just like throwing their Loving severed head in somewhere in and there, then yeah. growing the body? Would not be that difficult of a heal as long
2: as you've got the rest of their body. You just got to hold the head onto it, and it would reattach. It wouldn't be. Yeah. It wouldn't be like having to grow a whole new body. At least I don't, I wouldn't think so. Have fun with it. Throw an arm in there. Like, like it's, yeah. uh, you know, I don't know.
0: Yeah, throw an arm with a gun in it and just have the gun shoot everybody. I don't know. You <laughs>
2: could have an entire other episode of just writing the craziest version of this movie. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but you could even even saying like no but we've got to keep it under 70 million dollars i am confident i'm sorry i've seen some horror movies that were shot for five million dollars i'm i'm confident you can pull some of this stuff off on a budget Mm -hmm. yeah absolutely
0: oh man um i think we should wrap it up (laughs) yes
2: so uh, how long have i made this episode
0: uh an hour and 40 minutes (laughs) yeah
2: all right
1: not your personal
2: record, but no. you know
1: we'll get there.
0: Yeah.
2: But but longer is it longer than the movie. How long is this movie?
0: Two hours two and hours. five no. minutes. So we
2: kept it under the length of the movie, and that's really all all that I asked for. Because yeah. you can go on YouTube right now and find literal five hour long videos complaining about the Last Jedi. Yes, mm-hmm. uh, we're just breaking down frame by frame everything everything that the feminists did to that movie. So this is we are right. we, we pretty brisk by that standard. We're yeah, we're, we're real
0: progressive, yeah.
1: yeah. Um, Jason, thank you so much for being um yeah. Oh, is this where I plug um, my, my book? This it is, is where you yes. Plug now your you plug book.
0: your books.
2: Uh, the book that's coming out is called Zoe Punches the Future and the Dick. It is a science fiction novel, and the great thing about somebody who criticizes pop culture for a living than writing pop culture is you can read it and then find where I made the same mistakes I just criticized, yep. and then you can go on Twitter and tell me about it. Yep. Uh, so, yes, that is coming. That is a the second book in, in a series. First one is called Futuristic Violence in Fancy Suits. It's usually, you can find it at garage sales for like a nickel, or it's usually on <laughs> Kindle for some reduced price but you don't have to have read that one to have read this to read the second one it's like a Sherlock Holmes situation where it's just oh interesting the same it's the same people but they've got a new set of circumstances and you can pretty much just just jump in anytime you want
1: mm. but you should you should start, from it, yeah, the start. I uh, appreciate
2: it if you buy all of the books including the John Dies at the End series There, there's three of those but uh, I, I again if money is tight if you if a friend has copies just borrow them it's fine it's, uh,
0: <laughs> I think futuristic violence did what Ready Player One was trying to do in some respects but Ready Player One was way shittier about it <laughs> yeah Spielberg get on this yeah get on this shit Um, um, just, just in terms uh, of what tech billionaires in, in the near future would be obsessed with and what their houses would look like and shit. Oh yeah. (laughs) Um, Um, yeah. Tell us, tell, tell them about our, our things,
1: Dave. Sure. We have a Patreon, patreon.com slash gamefully unemployed. Uh, there's exclusive podcasts there like Tom and Jeff watch Batman and Fox Mulder is a maniac uh we have all sorts of tiers there's tiers where you can make us watch movies uh pretty much any movie
0: yeah uh it
1: yeah. will have to watch
0: it as long as it's accessible in some way
1: yeah as long as we're able to watch it yeah uh and it's not like i don't know just a video of you right. doing something it's
0: not just like a five-hour video of you shitting on the last jedi then we'll, prob- yeah. we'll probably do it. Um, we also have a store, com slash stores slash Gamefully Unemployed. Where you get t-shirts, stickers, mugs, all kinds of things. Check it out or not. Again, if money's tight, it's fine. I don't care what you do with your life. You live, you, you be you. I don't, I don't know. You be you. I don't know what's going I mean, on.
1: I mean, if you're immortal, do all the things we said.
0: Oh, yeah. Because you're immortal. If you're indestructible, buy all of these things. What are you doing? Yeah. That's how you save humanity.
2: Right. What were these characters doing for money? Was that established? Were they taking money to do these jobs, like to go and rescue the the children, or was that just I something? I guess they it's did?
0: unclear. Like I was when she goes to the store to buy like the first aid stuff, I was legitimately curious about how she was going to pay, and then you just skip yeah. over the scene where she pays for it.
1: You'd think they'd know how to. It'd be weird to be immortal and broke. You'd have uh, to like keep track you'd have of to what really currency
0: def- was like current, right? Like that'd be a whole thing. Ah oh, man, I don't want to reignite mm. this. Or oh, I'm
1: sorry, no, uh, that was right. To that. heroin, they're just spending all their Stuff. money on heroin.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, they get paid in heroin <laughs> and,
2: and selling the heroin, the thing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Guys, we've been around for thousands of years. The best way to make money,
0: we'll save, we'll save these kids for sixteen bricks of heroin.